What's going on, guys? Welcome inside the Sports Ethos Sacramento Kings podcast. Sam Comanti here with you for another coaching candidate episode. We are not going to touch on the Kings in their uh, last couple games because I think everyone's in the same mindset that these games are meaningless. We don't care that they win. We're actually mad if they win the games. Um, of course, they, they lost the last game uh, while I'm recording this on Tuesday. They lost the last game to Miami by a lot. Nobody watched it, I'm sure. I didn't. Um, but they're all meaningless. Uh, so we're not going to touch on the games. We're going to focus on coaching candidates. And uh, the next one on Jill's list that we're about to reveal to you is a young Serbian assistant. This would probably be a Vlade Divac guy. A young Serbian assistant for the Memphis Grizzlies. And Jill's about to tell you all about him. So enjoy. So the first coach we're going to talk about today is Darko Rajakovic. So he just turned 43 in February. And an interesting thing is he actually started at a coach as a coach at 16 with the Borok youth team in his hometown of Serbia. After three seasons uh, in 1996 to 1999 with Borok, he was named the head coach of the under 20 and the under 18 teams of the Red Star Belgrade, and then led the Red Star to two Serbian championships during his eight year tenure. Uh, from 99 to 2007. Uh, he received a basketball coaching degree from Belgrade Basketball Academy in 2004 and a degree in sports management from Alpha BK University in Belgrade in 2006. <clears throat> Something uh, Darko did to increase his basketball knowledge was he spent time with Lute Olson at the University of Arizona in 2003 and with Coach K at Duke in 2007. So while he was coaching in Serbia um, from 2014 to 2011, uh, he served as a scouting consultant and an NBA summer league coach with the San Antonio Spurs. So his first move to the NBA was with the Tulsa 66ers, And that was actually um, underneath the Oklahoma uh, City Thunder. And he coached there from 2012 to 2014. And he actually became the first coach outside of the U.S. uh, to coach a G League team during that time. So again, in 2012, he became the head coach of the Tulsa Tulsa 66ers. and at that point, it was the, the D League, not the G League. Uh, he led Tulsa to a combined 51-49 record over two seasons, including a 27-23 and 23 record and NBA D League semifinal appearance in um, the season of 2012 to 2013. So during his time with the 66ers, Tulsa was assigned seven players from Oklahoma City a total of 50 times. And at that point, that was the most in the league during that stretch. And um, the Oklahoma City players were people such as Reggie Jackson, Perry Jones, Jeremy Lamb, Andre Robertson, all people that I think you would be familiar with. Um, Darko witnessed five of his Tulsa players receive call-ups to the NBA, including four directly to the Oklahoma City uh, Thunder. and. some of those players were Grant Jarrett, Daniel Orton, uh, Mustafa Shakur, and Reggie Williams. He coached 11 Tulsa players total over those two seasons who were on an NBA roster the following 2013-2014 uh, season. So I think that says 
lot to him development wise that um, over the two years, he actually had 11 players who went on to NBA rosters. That's something, you know, that we're always kind of looking for now that how many of these guys actually go on. Um, and, you know, he, he had a lot of them. So, so credit to him there. Um, in 2014, Darko was named assistant with the Oklahoma city thunder. So he moved from the, the G league to the, um, the actual NBA team, uh, during his time with the thunder, he helped develop many players, including Steven Adams, Andre Robertson. Again, he had him in the G league. And once he moved up Terrence Ferguson, uh, Victor Oladipo, Dennis Schroeder and Alex Abrines. Um, Darker served as the Thunder's head coach uh, at the NBA Summer League in 2014 and 2015. And then um, he was also on the Western Conference All-Star Team coaching staff in 2014. Uh, he helped lead the Thunder to the playoffs for consecutive seasons in 2016, 17, 18, and 19. And uh, he made it to the 2016 NBA Western Conference Finals. So <clears throat> that was his time uh, with the Thunder. Uh, then in June of 2019, he was hired as an assistant coach for the Phoenix Suns. And Monty grabbed him as they actually had a relationship from Billy Donovan's staff and OKC. Um, and I believe there were three coaches total grabbed from <clears throat> Billy's staff at that point that went on to coach um, on other staffs, um, of September of, um, 2020. So he only spent one year with, with the Suns, and that was the, the COVID season. So he was a part of that where they actually had their most successful season. I think it was, um, since 2014, 2015, and they had that eight, no run in the bubble. Um, and then he was called by the Memphis Grizzlies in September of 2020, and um, became an assistant coach under Taylor Jenkins there. And this last January, um, he was actually placed as the interim head coach um, for the Grizzlies during uh, protocols when Jenkins was in protocols. And he actually led the Grizzlies to a 116-108 win over the Golden State Warriors. And it was actually his head coaching debut in the NBA, like we saw for quite a few guys this year. and. Um, it was uh, after his fellow Serbian countryman, uh, Igor, who we actually saw on, um, right, the King staff. He was the former uh, Phoenix Suns coach. And um, I'm blanking right now, but I, he is on. Oh, I believe he's on Dallas right now. He's one of Jason's kid uh, assistants back with uh, Luca. <clears throat> and so he became the second uh, Serbian a uh, European coach who led an NBA team to a regular season uh, game and then to an actual win. And um, during the time, he there were five games total that he actually had to serve as interim head coach. And the Memphis Grizzlies finished with a four and one record. So um, kudos to him this year for uh, for getting that done. Um, this season, he's been um, credited heavily with uh, Desmond Bain's growth. And uh, the work that he actually put in with him this summer, and um, he had him playing point guard uh, for him in the summer league. And that was something that the Grizzlies and him and what they wanted to work on him out of uh, coming out of college. He was known as, you know, they figured he was going to be a three point specialist. And that was kind of it, which is why he kind of went where he did in the draft. But as Memphis says, they saw a lot more um, in him. And so they've tried to. Um, 
you know, develop his, his other areas. And as everyone can see, it's working out really well. So, um, with Shaw injured, um, Bane again has been playing backup point guard, uh, because Jones has moved into the starting lineup. And since, um, March 15th, uh, Bane had five or more assists in the next five games. Uh, Morant didn't play. Um, and then from March 20th to March 26th, he had four consecutive games of five or more assists, uh, for the first time in his career. So he had only had four games total of five or more assists before the all-star break. After the all-star break, he's <clears throat> beaten that by a mile. So he was also tasked with, um, integrating Steven Adams into his role with this team. And, uh, they've had a good relationship stemming back from the OKC days. Um, I've mentioned the podcast before on here, uh, the basketball, um, coaching conversations, which you can find on YouTube, but he mentioned something, uh, on there about being under Monty and Billy and Taylor and how he's learned the importance of looking at your roster and establishing what is best for the team going into a season. You need to be able to adapt to your players and their strengths, but also trying to grow them into something sustainable and part of a culture. He thinks players want to play in a system where they're touching the ball. They don't have to be getting shots, but they want to be touching the ball and feeling like they're part of an actual offense. Get good rhythm and gain confidence rather than just standing around and watching ISOs. I think Kings fans alike can uh, deeply agree with that. And um, again, Darko's just 43. You can see I read off his resume. He's again, he's, He's been around uh, in the NBA since, uh, you know, 2012. He's been putting in the work. He's tried to study under, you know, as many greats as he can and, and absorb everything. And again, if you want to know more about him, I really recommend um, listening to that uh, Basketball Coaching Conversations podcast. Uh, but again, just another uh, young kind of maybe unknown name in the league. Um but has had success, you know, everywhere he's gone. And to me, um, you know, if you could get anyone of, of that Memphis tree right now, what, what they're just doing is super impressive and uh, credit to uh, Darko for continuing, continuing to be a success uh, everywhere he goes. And again, that was Darko uh, Rayakovich.